0: Welcome to the Young, Fun, and Sober Podcast. I am your host, Blazik, a.k.a. Sober Guy Journal. And I'm Julia, also known as That One Sober Friend on TikTok. Yeah. Knowing what I know now I wouldn't change anything except to feel more Emotionally slow down Life's a merry-go-round things ain't merry when you're going through the motions fulfillment lies and emotions so why go through life unavailable you're unfilable hey guys welcome back to comparable. the podcast it is just going to be me this week i am flying solo blazick is out living his best life in austin texas as he's mentioned before um so yeah it's just going to be me this week I'm high key very jealous of him for doing this experience, Um, traveling while, you know, still working, still doing the whole work from home thing, but taking advantage of the freedom that comes along with work from home. I really need to make a point to do that more. Um, But yes, we hope that he is having so much fun out there. Um, I will say that I recently booked a trip for this summer. I am going to be going to Denmark, which I am so excited about because I've never been to Denmark before. I think that I've mentioned this on the podcast before that I studied abroad in Spain my junior year of college. I was there for a full semester, and in addition to Spain, I saw Italy and Portugal, the Czech Republic, Morocco those were all the places I was able to visit um but yeah there's so many European countries I haven't been to yet and so I'm going to visit my friend who lives in Denmark I'm also going to hop over to the Netherlands and see Amsterdam as well because they're pretty close to each other and if I'm making my way all the way over there I thought it would be a good idea to see at least two countries while I'm there so Just another benefit of sobriety is the fact that I actually have spending money to do (laughs) cool and new and fun things because, goodness, there were so many years of my life where I just felt like I was so broke and just trying to survive working paycheck to paycheck. And I learned a lot, you know, during those years of my life and, you know, I did what I had to do to survive, but I'm just glad that, you know, one of the many benefits of sobriety is the fact that I've given myself a lot of financial stability, which is really nice. I didn't know that I was going to be talking about that today. (laughs) I actually, speaking of spending a lot of money, um, I wanted to tell you guys a funny story. Well, it's not so funny. It's actually tragic and heartbreaking. Um, About my weekend, about this past weekend, I had plans to go grab dinner with a friend of mine who is sober, curious, Um, she's still, you know, figuring it out, which is totally cool, and we go out to dinner on Saturday, we have this really nice dinner, we ended up going out in Boys Town, which is a neighborhood in Chicago. Um, it's very heavy on like the LGBTQ plus community. And so we wanted to go out to a couple of the dancey bars that are out there. And we're just having a great night. Like dinner was great. Um we dropped off her car, she hopped in mine, we head to Boys Town, we find a parking spot by the grace of God. Um that's hard to find (laughs) in Chicago. And so we park. We pay on our little pay-to-park app, which if you're from Chicago, you you know what we're talking about. I'm sure a lot of cities have a pay-to-park app. And, you know, we pay until 10 p.m. It says it's free. After 10 p.m., we're like, sweet. So we head on out and we're doing our own thing for like hours on end. We're out dancing. We met up with friends this is a side note, I randomly ran into my cousin while we were out and I hadn't seen him in months. So we had a nice embrace and we caught up for a little while. It was so good to see him. Um, So yeah, we're just busy socializing and dancing and having fun. Um, As the night goes on, midnight is approaching. And so, you know, as a sober gal, I'm getting kind of tired. And when you're a sober person and you're out, you can't really push through the tiredness. Sometimes I get a second wind. It's pretty rare though. Um, Back when I was drinking, what I would do in that instance is just drink more <laughs> and kind of try to forget about the fact that I was tired, which is not the healthy option. I listen to my body now and I listen to my body's needs and wants and I respect and honor those needs and wants. So I, you know, tell the gals that I'm heading home. I'm walking back to my car. I approach my car at 12.05 a.m. Okay. I approach my car at 12.05 a.m. It has a ticket on it. Shit. That sucks. I look, it's for a hundred bucks. That's stung, but it's also kind of not the end of the world. But what was really the kicker with this situation is um, the ticket was written at 12.01. I looked into like the details of the parking situation of that exact street and zone. Apparently you can't be there at all after midnight. So they were just waiting. They were just scheming waiting for that clock to tick past midnight. And The whole street was full of parking tickets. Everyone behind me, everyone in front of me. Just a bummer. But, you know, old me, let's say Julia five years ago, this would have been enough to put me in tears. Like I said before, I was very um, financially not stable. And so a $100 ticket was a huge deal to me. And I just didn't know how to regulate my emotions at all back then as well so I would have definitely broken down when it comes to this but I didn't you know I kept it together and all I kept thinking in my head was like at least my car didn't get towed that would have been so much worse keep that in mind as the story (laughs) as the story goes on so the next day um Well, I go home, I go to sleep, I set my alarm for very early because I have this sober event that I'm going to be going to. Um, My friend Hannah, she's the one that runs Chicago Sober Society, she put together an event for a coffee meetup at 9.30 on Sunday. So I'm heading back to the city Sunday morning to, you know, meet up with some sober folks, meet some new sober people. I always love that. And that's exactly what I do. I meet up with everyone, with the group, we chat, we meet each other, we get to know each other. It was, it was a really nice, um, I was only there for about an hour, but it was really nice to do that. And I'm thinking in my head while I'm in the city, I will go to my climbing gym. I mentioned many times before that I, I boulder now I do bouldering. It's one of my, It's one of the things I really look forward to every week now. And, um, but my gym is in a neighborhood that's called Lakeview in Chicago. And Lakeview is also where Wrigley Field is. If you guys are familiar with Chicago Cubs, I would hope so. They're quite famous. (laughs) I'm getting into like way too much detail here. But anyways, so again, I find a pay-to-park zone. I go park my car, pay on the app, and then I'm just, you know, moseying on into the gym, not thinking much about it. I think I have two hours, and I'm good because the app let me pay for two hours. Well, little did I know. while I was in, <laughs> while I was in the gym, um, apparently there's another sign out there that I missed, and it says that I can't be in that zone. Two hours before game time and the Cubs were playing yesterday at 1 at home so if you can kind of get where this is going here I finish up climbing I hang out in the sauna for a little bit I'm having a great day okay I'm in a great mood the combination of meeting new sober people going climbing you know having the day to kind of do whatever I want it was just good vibes all around Um, until I walk up to where my car was and it's not there anymore. (laughs) It's not there anymore. It's gone. There, there are no cars in that zone anymore. And I'm like, that's not good. So I'm realizing really quick that my car has been towed. So not only did I get a parking ticket, not even 24 hours prior, not even 24 hours. It was probably, it was within 12 hours, actually. It was within 12 (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, I'm now the whole, like, me being emotionally put together, that's starting to lose its strength. (laughs) I'm starting to be tested. I can feel tears are appearing in my eyeballs. And Then, to make matters worse, I look down at my phone and my phone's dying. So I'm like, okay, cool. Don't have a car. I'm about to not have a working phone. I'm stranded. This is awful. But I'm trying to think quick. And I realize that my friend lives right down the street. Maybe she's home. I'm going to give her a phone call. She wasn't home, but she was like, I can be home in about 10 minutes. I'll meet you at my apartment. You know, thank goodness she was there and willing she was very willing to just drop everything and come help me because she is such a fabulous fabulous friend um (laughs) so we meet up i'm breaking down crying she's you know consoling me but we're trying to figure out where my car is because both her and i have been trying to call the city of chicago to see where my car is and they're just giving me the answer of oh yeah we don't know where your car is i'm like well that's a problem That is a problem. My car is a very expensive thing. I need to know where it is. That's how I get around from point A to point B every day of my life. So that was stressful, but eventually a couple hours go by and we are able to locate my car. At this point, my dad is already on the way to come pick me up. I am at my friend. I'm just, I'm going to say her first name, Ashley. She feeds me, she gives me water. We get my phone on a charger. Things are, you know, getting better and I'm I'm more put together. Um, I do end up getting my car and all is well in a relatively short amount of time. But again, it just goes to show that once the initial shock, you know, came and went, overall, I was kind of able to like regulate my emotions and get back to my baseline. And the rest of the day, I got home, I took a nice long hot shower to relax myself. I watched a documentary on surfing. I've been practicing Spanish. I'm trying to learn Spanish for the fourth time in my life, so I I was studying for the rest of the day. I ended up enjoying really the rest of my day. And because I'm in a more financially stable situation, than any other time prior to my life, you know, prior to sobriety, you know, I have funds set aside for rainy days, like this weekend, <laughs> both my parking ticket and my tow. And I think I have another ticket on the way from the tow that I'm going to get in the mail, but we're going to cross that bridge when we get there. Um. So yeah, that's the story of my very aggressive weekend. I, you know, geez I just wanted to like go out and have some fun with some friends and get some exercise but apparently that was too much to ask for but anyways it's okay it's just you know what happens sometimes life happens shit happens um speaking of the Spanish thing let's go back to that so I have been attempting to learn Spanish for the fourth time in my life I made a TikTok about this so I'm sorry if you saw it and I'm repeating myself but I do have quite a peculiar history and situation when it comes to Spanish. I've always wanted to learn it and the reason why that is is because my dad's side of the family is from Mexico. My grandparents um were from Mexico or also like the border of Texas and Mexico more so and they were the ones to come to Chicago um and my my dad and his siblings are all first generation they're all completely fluent in Spanish because my grandparents well my grandpa learned some English but my grandma never did and what stinks about this situation is the fact that my dad made a point to not teach my sister and I Spanish. And his reasoning is that he wanted us to be as americanized as possible. And this has always rubbed me the wrong way. I just I just think it's such a disservice to not teach us the language that our grandmother speaks. So this resulted in us not being very close with our grandmother. She still, even though we couldn't communicate very well, loved us so, so much. And I could just tell, you know, when I was out, whenever I was at their house, like she would just take such good care of us. And yeah, it was kind of just something that bothered me my whole entire life. So in middle school, high school, and college... I attempted to learn Spanish, and I was pretty unsuccessful. Um, I'm, I found that there are definitely people out there that have a natural ability to pick up a language, and I am just not one of those people. It's just, you know, based off my appearance, based off my name, I have a very Hispanic first and last name, um, I do kind of feel like I look the part. And this puts this sort of Pressure on me that I feel like the other classmates that I was around, they did not have. And I could just see that they were having fun while they were learning. And it was not fun for me. It was just very stressful. And I had so much shame. I had so much shame inside of me of like, of all the people, I should get this. Like, this should be, this should come easy to me. And it never did. It never did. Even I just mentioned that you know, I studied it in college and I studied abroad in Spain. That's probably when my Spanish got the strongest. That's probably when it was at its strongest. Um, I lived with a family. I was fully immersed. It's just still, I felt like I was not on the same level as my classmates. And that was just, again, super discouraging. And that just fed into the shame that fed into the added pressure that I was putting on myself, um, to make this a not enjoyable thing. And my host mom was really like, I, we could just tell she was like over it. Like she was over hosting American students. I think she had been doing it for like 15 years each semester, plus the summer session as well. She had a lot of kids like coming in and out of her house and we could just tell she was over it. Um, so she wasn't very patient with us, especially with me. Um, so yeah, just a bummer and something that's always bothered me. But recently I am giving it another go because I really want to. And I weirdly feel like my, (laughs) this is going to sound kind of bizarre, I weirdly feel like my brain works better now that I don't drink. Like I think that I I don't know if I want to maybe use the word damaging cuz that kind of sounds pretty harsh, but I do feel like I was maybe a little bit damaging my brain, especially in college when I was drinking a lot. Oh my gosh, especially study abroad. We were partying all the time, which sucks now that I look back because I'm like how many memories are blurry that should be vivid because that was such a once in a lifetime opportunity like damn if I could go back and change it I would um but yeah I feel like I'm retaining information better than I ever have before I'm also going about this time learning a lot different than the any time in the past because every time in the past it's been very textbook it's been very you know we need to memorize these vocab words and memorize these grammar rules and that's how we were taught in school and man do i wish that one of my teachers or professors i wish someone sat me down and asked me like do you want to learn this language or is this something you you don't want and then i would have been able to respond and say i want to learn this language more than i want to learn any other subject ever like this is the thing that's actually really important to me it's just it doesn't come naturally to me. And so I don't talk in class. I don't participate because I'm so nervous and so self-conscious um, that I'm going to mess up. And then I wish that, you know, my teachers or professors were like, well, if this textbook weight isn't working, let's try something else. And what I'm doing now is I'm just thinking back to what I struggled with the most in the past, which is, comprehending from listening comprehending from when the language is spoken to me because speaking back wasn't as much my problem the reason why I wasn't speaking is because I wasn't understanding what was being said in the first place to me so now i am working this program that's called dreaming spanish these videos are free and they do they're basically teaching you by immersion and these videos go by super beginner, beginner, intermediate, and then advanced. And they, you know, encourage you to be listening to at least an hour of these stories or conversations a day. And as time goes on, if you, you know, keep listening, keep listening, the repetitiveness, I mean, that's how we learned English as babies and as children is by hearing you know other people speak it and then you start to understand like what sounds correct and what doesn't sound correct so that's the route that i'm going in addition to that i am doing you know some textbook grammar stuff on the side it's just i'm not totally banking on that because it hasn't worked for me in the past and now with this new program i actually feel like i'm retaining information um I also have. It's sort of like a tutor. Um, I have this girl who I've been talking to on this website called Italki, and that's been helpful because it gets me, you know, comfortable speaking the language again because I haven't spoken it in many, many years, and it's it's fun this time around. And I think maybe maybe what it is is as I've grown older and also. I'm sure this is a factor, the confidence that I've had, that I've, you know, built within myself since I stopped drinking. I feel like I am so much more of a confident person just in general. I don't have that shame that I once had about, like, I'm so worried about how people are going to perceive me. I'm so worried about looking or acting stupid. I'm so worried. I don't, I just feel like I'm not, like, obsessing over that like I used to. And when I studied abroad, I mean, I was 20 years old. This was seven years ago now. It was a long time ago. Um, and I, the thing that terrified me most was embarrassing myself, which I feel like is pretty typical for a 20 year old, you know, but now it's like, no, me not learning Spanish. That's the important thing. Me wanting to learn this new language And, you know, even if I don't end up being completely fluent, but just being a lot more comfortable speaking it and comprehending it, that's what's most important to me. And me enjoying myself while I'm doing it, that's what's most important. It doesn't matter, you know, how fast I'm progressing or, you know, how fluent I am by a certain point. No, it's more just about progress and just about, like, the journey of it and enjoying the journey okay, this is totally being tied back to sobriety and I did not mean it to. But it kind of just goes to show that, you know, the journey is the important part. And in addition to that, if one thing isn't working, you can always try something else. I really, okay, that's like the main lesson (laughs) that I want um, to be conveyed in in this podcast episode is if something is not working, please try something else there are infinite possibilities with if you want to achieve the goal of being alcohol free if you want to achieve the goal of learning a new language um there's more routes than just one we're as the human race we are so complex so complex and we are all so different we all learn in different ways we're all going to react to certain um ways of getting sober in different you know we're all going to react differently what works for one person is not going to work for another person and um that's just something that i think is really cool and important to remind ourselves is just because you know maybe a program worked for someone that you knew and they were obviously successful and thriving in that program just because you you know didn't have that experience that doesn't mean you can't still achieve the goal of sobriety. You just might need to look at it from a different way and come at it from a different angle. Wow. I don't know if that was inspirational or not, but it kind of felt like it. Okay, cool. I've been talking for way longer than I thought I was going to be. Last thing that I wanted to bring up this week is I am hitting my one and a half year on Sunday, this Sunday, April 30th. I am going to be going on TikTok live, which I never ever do. I never go on TikTok live. So if you want to catch me on live, it's going to be April 30th at 4pm Central Time. So that's Chicago time. You'll have to look up what that is with where you are. And I am letting people submit questions or if you have a situation where you need advice please send me a DM on Instagram I'm gonna put everything together and then we're gonna chat about them on Sunday I also think that Blazik is gonna hop on the live as well so that'll be fun we'll get his input as well but golly it's so crazy that my one and a half year is already here I feel like my one year literally just happened but yes 18 months on the 30th how exciting so those were all the topics that I wanted to talk about this week um sorry if it kind of felt like word vomit but when it's just me here that's kind of what happens um I love you guys so 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 much and we will talk to you next week all right bye